So this morning, I really need to prepare something larger, um, but it's just going to be a quick discussion on cults. So this morning, uh, click on an article that was suggested. You know how it does that on your phone. They got these articles based on your interests. And it was an article from The Atlantic saying why Americans were turning to Buddhism. So the guy goes on, and I won't even go into the article. There was some really stupid junk in there to begin with. I don't know how this stuff gets published. This guy's a journalist in the Atlantic. My understanding is it's a fairly uh, high-standing publication. So I don't know why they'd hire a journalist who doesn't even know how to open up a web browser. Because for his research, he goes to a Kadampa center. So... Why are Americans, this is what he's writing an article, and he's getting paid to do this, why are Americans turning to Buddhism? And he goes to a cult, a cult that is not Buddhism. It is strictly idol worship and cultural appropriation. What is Kadampa? They worship one weirdo who has reborn this Kadampa, some lost sect that he created. But no, it's idol worship and arguably a sex cult, but we'll get to the real sex cult next. It's listed as a cult in the UK, on Wikipedia. How does a journalist not look that sort of stuff up? And let's be honest, what sort of Buddhist uh, organization charges you for an introductory lesson? He even mentions it. He says, he talked to a lot of people. Not all of them were born Buddhist. I don't know what relevance that is. He mentions it a dozen times in the article about being born Buddhist and then He's got issues with his own, but here he goes to a cult center for his introduction to meditation, says that people are, you know, oh, therapy's so expensive. He paid $12 for this introductory meditation center, but he failed to mention it is actually just, uh, you pay $12 for a half-assed meditation introduction. He even says a 15 minutes, like, What? And they give you really no instruction. They just talk about some obscure esoteric thing, cultural appropriation. It was stolen from Tibet. This is a uh, cult out of the UK. Now in Canada and, and in America, it's just absolutely abhorrent. And he talks about how, you know, it only cost him 12 bucks. Only cost you 12 bucks for a meditation introduction. That actually was just a sales pitch to sell you books Sounds exactly like Scientology because it is Scientology without the, well, it's without aliens. It's, uh, yeah, idol worship just like it. That leads me to the next one is Lion's Roar. Lion's Roar is a Buddhist publication. It's bad enough. But they sent me an email yesterday, uh, shilling for Shambhala, selling... Books for the sex cult. And guess what? Pema Chodron is now the, the, the front person for this organization again. I don't understand this. It was started by a degenerate uh, sex uh, pedophile predator, abuser. Uh, Pema Chodron was, I don't know... Stockholm Sweden syndrome, Stockholm syndrome into abusing the abused, protecting the abusers. 
stayed for decades, wrote books, made millions for this organization and for herself. Then when the son took over, also a sex fiend, then it was a problem and she steps back, but then she's back again with the son back in just cults. This is why I seriously understand why so many will not call themselves Buddhist. You look around, I just did a course, I think I mentioned this, just did a course, um, what was it, six, seven hours on Upeka, um, and they never really taught really anything. And, and then next is this uh, year-long course called Entering the Stream. You had to be an extreme meditator and pass their whole criteria and be selected. I'm in a group with four other individuals. None of them do their homework. This, these are supposed to be Entering the Stream senior serious practice. None of them do the homework. And what was it? Nah, half dozen pages worth of reading. And the two questions, the answers were in the question, right? It gave nine different English words. And in the, the handout, it, there was the, the words in Pali if you wanted to go look. No one did the homework. And what do we have in this group? We have me. Who was interested in discussing what the words meant uh, and actually read the homework and understood that it was a statement of uh, the fourth jhana, right? When you've achieved naroda or cessation or no longer have any outflows. They started off by saying they didn't understand. Of course, they didn't do the homework. And they, of course, said, oh, no, no, they didn't mention what this is about. And I said, well, it does. It says right there, it's talking about the jhana fourth jhana. And of course, I actually explain what I just explained. And then they go, oh, yes, yes, yes. I get it now. Yeah, that's what they mean. But then they go to the next question and they didn't even answer. Like I said, they give a list of nine different qualities that represent cessation. And we were to discuss these nine different qualities. And one of them wanted to talk about one word that was in the, the homework, but guess what? She just skimmed it, right? And this is supposed to be a teacher, a meditation teacher, a serious practitioner. Doesn't even do the homework. Meanwhile, you don't even have to because you can just read the questions, which, by the way, for another one of them, we had to read the questions because didn't even know what we were talking about. Um, not like myself, where there was a couple courses, so I didn't know which one we were talking about. Uh, then there are two others that are sincere. One, very sincere, seems to be somewhat knowledgeable, but guilty like many, where she won't call out anybody's BS or arguably even abhorrent um, ideas, right? Something that goes completely against the teachings. No, won't say anything. Then the other one that seems pretty, what do you call it? Um, seems like she really wants to learn, but she just has a real hard time. Because she didn't understand a number of the words, didn't understand what the question was. She really wants to know, but see, sadly, I don't think she's trying hard enough. Because she could ask, she did ask, and they didn't really give an answer. I tried to give an answer, but didn't pay attention. Because again... 
they misunderstood the question, it seems. And that seems to be what's going on here, right? Same as that article, the journalist. You misunderstood, I misunderstood the question. Why are Americans turning to Buddhism? And he goes to a cult that is not Buddhist and, and, and certainly is not helping any Americans. Right? And I speak firsthand on both. I'm known of uh, and had interaction with Shambhala for, for over 30 years, being I uh, uh, was a tantric Buddhist myself. And Kadampa also being uh, appropriation of Vajrayana, of Tibetan Buddhism, I've known of. Uh, worse yet, there is a, a Kadampa uh, location around here, and I know of these uh, people because, again, I've been a scholar of this for decades. So it's a, it's a small little group. Right? And it took me to stop and think about what, where, where I come from. And for me, I was sincerely interested in Buddhism, and I went and looked for it for myself. I didn't, I mean, I did read Suzuki Diti Suzuki, Daisets, Suzuki. Um, I did read some Thurman, Dalai Lama, uh, Christmas Humphreys. Um, and then I, I did read uh, early stuff of Theosophy, but for, for me... Even when I read the Vajrayana, I didn't think of these um, vengeful spirits as, you know, existent. It was, for me, purely visualization. So, I mean, I ignored any of the weird, arguably culty type, like even theosophy's gone absolutely batty in the last 20 years. <clears throat> but as I was saying, uh, recently... Do we blame um, the snake oil salesman when we know there are people that will beg him or her to sell their snake oil? So who do we blame? Right? Do we blame the shyster, which we know is human nature? Do we blame the audience who want to be sold a bill of goods, which again is human? So that's why I go back to this idea of mukti, of uh, moksha, the idea of opening, or uh, even when I mentioned about samadanga. So what's the ultimate trick, or what's the ultimate uh, mask removal? Is to open up to this truth that not only are we the greatest barrier, but we can be the greatest tool, but... It's literally, it's in every single moment. And it's obvious to each and every one of us. And yet, there's a perfect example. In every moment, if you're writing an article about why Americans are turning to Buddhism, you would endeavor to make sure that you're looking into what is helping Americans and why. But that's exactly what we're dealing with here. That self, that selfish, that ridiculousness that we're all trying to define what's not. 
is actually what's causing all of the, I don't know, trouble. But, long story short, Kadampa avoid like the plague. It's terrible. Awful. Awful. Uh, Shambhala, no matter what they tell you, they're horrible. I mean, they were destroyed in the 90s. Um, they tried to rebuild again, and then they were shred again, and then this Me Too recent, and then the return. It is so cringy, it's not even funny. I mean, honestly, there's not much out there that's worth even spending time with because even the Lions War has an agenda. Uh, they'll take just about anybody's money. And arguably, I even uh, had my uh, my eyes opened to uh, to even the Dalai Lama, arguably. Again, I've talked about being a victim of his sect, but he also will take money, um, you know, just to... I don't know. I mean, it's easy. That's my point here. It's easy for us to convince ourselves that this is for the best, even when we know it's not. 